Hello, my friend. I am Sam Goldsmith, and this is Nama Slay Type A, the podcast for women who slay at some things and suck at others, like choosing the path of least resistance and peace over perfection, and also sometimes struggling to settle into the vibrational nature of this universe that we live in. Today, I am talking all things energy uh, with my friend Sue Ellis Seller. She is joining us um, from remotely today, which is wonderful. And she's going to be sharing with us information related to uh, a vibrational aspect and specifically related to cord cutting. Let me just share a little bit with you about Sue and her background. She's a super interesting lady. She's an angel, tarot, and oracle card reader and a teacher who combines her background as a transformational life coach with standard readings in order to best serve her clients. She also helps people balance their chakras, burst through energy blockages and improve their overall health and well-being with remote and in-person Reiki sessions. She is also a business mentor for spiritual and sensitive entrepreneurs and she is the founder of the Spiritual Business Spotlight. Welcome, Sue. Hi, Sam. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So delighted to have you here today, Sue. Um, can we just start by asking you to briefly share your story and how you arrived at the beautiful messages that you're sharing today? So, wow. Okay. Um, well, I've always been interested in and fascinated by working with tarot and numerology and horoscopes and um, symbolism, you know, even since I was a child. Um, and I realized through the years that I'm empathic and I was doing energy healing intuitively even before I knew it was a quote unquote thing. I was um, sending people energy. I was uh, going into their energetic body and trying to see, you know, what I could do to either help them or heal them or, you know, kind of work within their energy. Um, and so tarot and life coaching have become kind of a natural progression in things because sometimes people want to connect um, with a person. They always have questions and need advice. And so for me, tarot is the starting point for a conversation. And then the angel healing came in a few years ago. Um, I started looking into Doreen Virtue's work a lot more heavily. I had started working with angels when my daughter was a child, and then I totally forgot about it until a few years ago. And then it just like whoosh came back into my life. So started working with that and love the calm, peaceful, soothing energy that they bring into your life. So... Yeah, I love the work of Doreen Virtue and I love how she shares that work in a really uh, non-threatening way for people. So some of the listeners uh, may already be familiar with energy work, but there will be some people who are perhaps hearing about it or learning about it for the very first time. Can you share a little bit about why this is an important element to consider, especially in relationship to our business? Oh my gosh. So you part of your 
being, your whole being is your energy field and your energy field actually feeds into everything else and everything else within your body feeds into your energy field. So some people would call this your aura or your vibe. And as you know, in business, your vibe is extremely important. So not only is your enthusiasm and motivation and passion really important for your business, but also, you know, kind of that underlying energy or sense of who you are that comes out through your work is very important. And so that would be how your energy field kind of shows. And so the way you eat, the way you nourish yourself, the things you surround yourself with, the way you take care of yourself, and especially since we're going to be starting to talk about um, energetic bonds, uh, the people you're around and who you work with also highly um, influence your energy field. And Sue, for people who may not be aware of what an energy field actually is, could you just elaborate a little bit more on that and maybe mention the, um, the subtle bodies and how they relate as well? Okay. So basically put, normally you have an energy field around you and it's about an arm's distance. So like a meter on all sides. And this is fed by your core, like your chakras. And they line up from your, your bottom or your hip bone area and they go all the way up to your top. And then you have a, a chakra that connects to spirit and a chakra that connects to the earth. And so these, these subtle energy body is just, I'm trying to figure out how to put it in a way that's really easy to understand because um, this is the core energy of your being, basically. It's what connects you. It's, it's the, it's not only, you know, your spirit, but it's also, you know, kind of it is your spirit on the earth and it is what is the foundation of your body and kind of, so, you know, in, in the Western world, we might see that as, you know, kind of a secondary nervous system or mm -hmm. a, a, a primary nervous system. And it kind of runs through your body in, in different, you know, um, now I feel like I've lost it, but in acupuncture, they find different medians and these are places where the energy peaks and runs through your body. And so these medians, these energy medians actually influence different things in your psyche or in your experience. So, um, you know, you have your, we'll say you have your sacral chakra right in the center. Um, that's right underneath your rib cage in your, um, uh, diaphragm area and that influences you know your self-confidence self-esteem um, it's associated with yellow so if you have any kind of issues in that area so digestive issues um, you know ulcers things like that those can be manifestations of issues with the sacral chakra or I'm sorry the solar plexus chakra did I say sacral chakra at first? I'm sorry. Yeah, solar plexus chakra, yeah. Okay, so the solar plexus chakra, um, any kind of 
bodily issues there or also in your spinal area. So in that whole area, like that whole place is associated with this solar plexus chakra. So if you have any kind of issues front or back or internal in that area, then you can look into things that feed your self-esteem, things that are going on in your life that kind of affect that energy in your life. Mm, I love that you describe it um, in a way for us to understand it in terms of being similar to a secondary nervous system because I think that people can underestimate the importance of recognizing the effect that the energy body does have or the effect of things on the energy body and how that can actually be influencing very concrete things like business and finance and money and that it's a really powerful tool for us as entrepreneurs to be able to utilize all of these amazing skills and practitioners such as yourself to help us move through um, through blockages and things in our energy system just like we would if we were having a psychological or an emotional contextual block that we might see a coach for so thank you for sharing in that way so um, forgiveness and energy work really underpins a lot of the work that I personally do with women in my um, coaching practice and in my business um, in general. And of late, a lot of um, energetic cord exercises or cord cutting exercises have been becoming apparent and being part of our discussions and a lot of themes emerging around that. So could you just briefly explain a little bit about what energetic connections or what um, etheral cords or etheric cords are, how they're formed and the effects that they might be having on us. Okay. Well, anybody we come into contact with either in our, um, in our lives, like our family and friends, neighbors, um, the pharmacist, the, the lady at the grocery store, um, anyone we come into contact with, we create a connection with. So, and this can be on the internet too. And I think that, it, that people underestimate the effect that the internet is having on their psyche, but that's probably a totally different conversation. And um, a fascinating one we should have on another <laughs> podcast, definitely. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm -hmm. um, so these cords, so this connection creates like a little cord and it's almost like when you see like the synapses in the brain, like that, that little, that's how I imagine it, like a little energetic floaty cord that, that connects me with my husband, with my children, with, you know, everybody I come into contact with. And so normally put these cords help to pass energy between us. So, you know, my husband and I would have a larger cord than I would have with somebody who I only participate in short conversations with, theoretically and hopefully. Um, so, you know, and this is, like I said, this is a way of us exchanging energy from, from our spirits to one another. Um, the problem arises or something that we don't know sometimes is that some of the cords become unmanageable or they become, you know, almost parasitic. So it should be a symbiotic relationship. It should be both people getting and taking a good amount of energy from one another or, or a perfect amount of energy. But sometimes um, people either consciously or subconsciously drain other people. Um, 
And the people who are susceptible to kind of creating or having, um, what's the word I'm looking for, unhealthy or unmanageable cords between other people are sometimes um, very empathic people, very open people who, who tend to give a lot naturally. And so through that natural giving, um, sometimes they get little holes. I call them holes or in their energy field. And so when some somebody's spirit, like I said, sometimes they don't do this intentionally, but they see a hole. It's kind of like um, it's a place for their energy to latch on to mm. and then to create, you know, to kind of open the wound a little bit more so that they can suck a little bit more energy out of the person. Mm. And so, you know, you might end up feeling really the way you can tell about this or how it's working for you is if you're around somebody and after you interact with this person, if you feel, you know, really drained and, you know, kind of like, exhausted and unable to kind of sometimes you get confused even after being around a person like that because you know if you have a really good energy exchange with the person you know you have those people in your life who after you've left their house you just feel you know excited and vibrant and you know ready to face the world and then on the other hand you have those that you just feel like you know and so you can tell kind of if a person is, I don't want to say feeding you, but because that sounds like you're over, you know, kind of taking advantage of them. But if, if it's a good symbiotic relationship or if it's a draining and, you know, unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. So Sue, I would like to talk about two things that I think might really help listeners. One is about um, potentially cord cutting exercises. So things that they could do if they feel that they're affected in that way. And the other is around um, protecting yourself. So maybe we'll do the protecting yourself uh, one first because it's a little bit easier to understand. And you and I have spoken off air previously about um, essential oils. I've said that I use tea tree as the oil of energetic boundaries to protect my own energy field when I go out in public nearly all the time, actually pretty much 99% of the time I do that. But for people who may not be familiar with protecting their, their energy field either before they go about their business or their day or just generally in their lives, do you have any quick tips that people can do to protect the integrity of their energy field or stay grounded and protected in their own energy? Uh, certainly. Um, first of all, grounding is really good. I mean, you can go outside, you can take your shoes off, walk around in grass or dirt um, is really good. And that kind of helps you actually connect better with the earth and to be able to, you know, kind of um, balance or, or accentuate that that grounded energy connection with the earth. And then also, you know, just on a daily basis, when you get up in the morning, check in with yourself, see how you're feeling. If you're overtired, if your child was up crying all night, if you um, are feeling emotionally sensitive, then, you know, Gauge your needs, and then you can actually imagine um, a shield around yourself. And you should be doing this kind of every day. 
at first until it becomes, you know, habit or you feel like it's, it's kind of something that you can check into and kind of feel. But, you know, even if now you want to close your eyes and just sweep your arms, like stretch your arms above your head and sweep around you, this is the area that you're going to imagine that your shield is in. And so a lot of times because of the work that I do, I imagine a permeable edge in my shield. So I would surround myself either with a nice white, glowy kind of iridescent light. And then I, I change my um, perception to the outside of that. So to that edge of my energy field. And I might imagine it being like a hot pink color and it's permeable so that whatever emotions I need to feel or that need to trickle into me are able to get through to me and what I need to send out to the world can go out into the world. I'm feeling pretty good today, so I would imagine that permeable shield. But say if I was feeling really off today and I needed to kind of center back within myself and not let other people's stuff get into my space, then I might imagine a crystalline edge around there. So I might imagine a denser field in between me and my edge or my, the, the outer realm of this. So a little bit denser, a little bit thicker, something that would catch things before it would get to me. And then on the outside, I would imagine something that's crystalline so that the light and the goodness could get through to me, but everything else would be, you know, kind of trapped outside. Um, so the sunlight could get through, the light could get out, but the crap couldn't get in. So... <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And then, Sue, if people feel like maybe they they are sensing energetic cords or they're feeling that something that's been spoken about today is resonating, perhaps there are some energetic cord, energetic cord work that they need to do. Do you have any mm. simple, basic practices that they could begin with to start severing those energetic ties themselves? Sure. Well, first of all, I want to point out that when we say sever, we're kind of saying maintain because you don't, you know, if you have a, a needy child or, or somebody who you're a caregiver for, you're going to have a really big energetic cord with them. And we're not saying cut that so that you feel nothing or you feel, you know, kind of um, ambivalence or, or, you know, you have to reestablish a connection with that person. We're just saying maintain it to a level. It's like getting a haircut or, or um, cutting back the roses, for example, would be something that I would uh, you know, liken it to. Okay, but so there can... might be some people that they do that have, um, that have attached in negative ways or in past ways that no longer serve them. People could... Um, could get rid of those ties or they could have this kind of pruning of the energetic ties with people that are they're in relationship with. Right, exactly, exactly. And so one of the easiest things is to take your hand like it's a knife and start off at your crown chakra, which is on the top of your head, and go over your body at like um, 
you know, three to five inches, I'm thinking centimeters, you guys probably do centimeters, which would be like seven centimeters around your body with the intention of cutting any cords that you don't need that no longer serve you. Send the energy back to the person who it originated with, with love and with kindness, and just go over your, your energy field your whole body. And I know you can't get your back because you're probably not like super yogi stretchable. Mm. So you just imagine, you know, you could even imagine um, like a, a energetic knife coming out of your hand that you take over the back of your body, down the back of your legs. You can also call on Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael is really good about protecting and cutting. Um, you usually um, imagine him with like kind of that cobalt blue, like that bright, deep police officer kind of blue. And you can ask Archangel Michael to help you cut the cords and to help to maintain those cords that you need, but also to cut them down to a more healthy and, you know, quote unquote, safe level for both people in a loving manner. Um, and like I said before, send any energy that you don't need back to its originator. Um, and also call back any energy that you have out in the universe um, that other people don't need, call it back to you because you don't need to have your energy sometimes with somebody who doesn't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and so you can do this. I would say do that as often as you need. Like if especially um, issues kind of show up in like pressure or um, pain in like the – shoulders and back area like the the upper back between your shoulders they show up in that bottom area of your spine right above your hips sometimes it can be like in your knees too like if you tend to carry the weight of the world with you um oh my gosh i get it too like um sometimes we allow people to you know, kind of bind our throat chakra so that we can't express what we want to. So make sure that you take care of um, issues in that. And sometimes I even go in the shower and I might imagine like sloughing off all this like sludge that might, you know, be surrounding me in my energetic field because sometimes like if you go through a marketplace or um, if you do volunteer work for example sometimes you inadvertently pick up energy from other people and so if you're in a highly charged area if you're really sensitive and you're in a crowd you need to go home and you need to like kind of wash your energy field and get all of that and I imagine you know pushing it off of me almost like a coating of mud and letting it drain down the the um the shower drain mm, um, I can imagine that as a beautiful self-care ritual as well if you had a nice body wash or something a scrub that you really enjoyed using on your body that you could use your mind's eye to do that washing away of the debris at the same time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely. And then two, if you have these areas where you naturally feel kind of um, 
like a little bit off. We'll say, you know, as I mentioned, a lot of people have it in the lower, um, so like in their sacral and root chakra area, which is between, it starts between their hips and goes up to kind of their belly button, but we'll say in like, in the way that a, a, an orb would shine. Mm. Um, and then you can put like an energetic band-aid in those areas. If you know that these are areas that you have issues with, because like I said before, um, if you have like kind of a wound or a place that's like weak in your energetic field, then like I said, pe people can inadvertently kind of latch onto those areas. So you want to put an energetic band-aid, which I just see as like a, you know, like a glowing iridescent kind of square. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I set the intention of having that, you know, kind of cover or secure or safeguard patch, basically, that area of my energy field so that it becomes less likely to be latched onto either purposefully or inadvertently. So wonderful. And then, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was, was going to say, Sue, that um, a lot of women that are part of our community, they struggle with perfectionism and having a desire to get everything perfect, get everything right. And the foundation of a lot of my programs with my Namaste Type A work is really based on tuning in and prioritizing our own inner guidance. And I'm wondering whether you have any practical ways that you could share for women to either start to tune into inner, their inner guidance or deepen the practice that they have tuning into their inner guidance to sense the areas where they may be able to apply this energetic work. So rather than thinking that they must know everything about energy work and they must be perfect, how could they just settle into trying this on and tuning into what sort of um, energy work or cord cutting things might be applicable for them? Oh, it's super easy. Like you don't, uh, the, you don't have to overthink it at all. Mm -hmm. You just sit down, take a few deep breaths, make sure that you find a place that is not so crazy and loud. I know sometimes it's hard to find that, but just, or in the morning before you get out of bed, kind of just close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and see how your body feels. You know, see like, I tune in right into the center of myself and that's usually where like my, you know, where your chakra system is and just see how does it feel? Does anything feel um, like shrunken or, or um, sometimes not as bright as the rest of the area? Um, do you feel like a lump in your throat or do, are you having trouble saying something? Um, really just try not to overthink it. Just really just sit within yourself and check in. Where do you have places that feel a little off? Um, are you having pain? If so, where is the pain? Um, those kind of things, or does somebody pop into your mind like right away, like, oh my God, if I have to talk to that person, I'm going to, you know, feel so horrible. Or, you know, if they have something that they're kind of dreading at work, um, 
and it that when I when I imagine like something dreading and work, you know, total solar plexus thing. So you could even just set your hands on your tummy or wherever this the experience feels like it comes from. And just breathe good positive thoughts into that area. And then also, you know, if you have that that meeting that you're really scared about, or if you feel like you can't talk, um, just kind of imagine that energetic patch going into that place. You don't have to be perfect about the color. Just ask, you can even ask the angels to help you to find the perfect um, patch. Or like you said the last time, I think, set the intention of having your energetic field perfectly protected for you that day so you don't have to even think about placement or color or um i always say calling on the angels is really easy so you can do that <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a um cheat sheet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay thank you so much sue i just i, I don't want to finish without asking you one more question and that is um based on all of the knowledge and skill that you and information that wisdom that you've received um, as part of your spiritual spotlight um, podcast and your work with so many um, entrepreneurs running spirit-based businesses. Is there any final words that you feel compelled to share with the audience around um, anything around incorporating energy medicine, vibrational work, or just wonderful wisdom that you have gained after speaking to so many entrepreneurs through that um, medium? Well, as you know, it is so much more effective than anybody really anticipates to just do these subtle energy things. If you can work with somebody else um, and have them, you know, it's, it's relaxing, number one, and it's self-care, number two. But you'd really be surprised at how it can remove some of the blockages, either... Uh, conscious or subconscious blocks that you have and allow you to make progress progress forward. Um, it's kind of funny when I see the people that I work with on a regular basis and how they just continue to move forward, move forward, and move forward. And um, so if you can get it, if you can do it, do it. And if you can't afford to have somebody do it for you, um, frequently or regularly um, splurge on something like once every three months um, to just kind of give you a bump or a boost, you know, because, and then just do it yourself, you know, take all of, there's so much great information on the internet um, that on podcasts like yours, Sam, that people just really giving out good, valuable help. Um, to and and resources for you to use for yourself to help yourself grow and prosper and thrive. Yeah, absolutely. I, I consider it it's just a non-negotiable for me in relation to my personal life and my business that it's it's part of my my general self-care that I have to have energy work and I have to listen to my intuition and guide me to those um, energy workers as well because that you're not going to resonate with every single person and that's an important element as well to mm. you know, recognize for yourself when when you're in the right place and when you're not and know that it's okay to follow that also totally totally 
that's an excellent point. Thank you so much, Sue. I'm so um, grateful for you taking this time um, to share with us this important information. And as always, I will be um, sharing my special guest secret source only after the tape stop rolling. And that will be for my listeners ears only exclusively for people who are on my mailing list. So if you are not already on that list, please jump on my website at www.samanthagoldsmith.com. You can get a free copy of my ebook. There's a new ebook just gone up this week. Um, and each Tuesday will receive a personal uh, note from me to your inbox and Sue has very generously agreed to gift us a copy of one of her um, audios for her cord cutting exercises and that will be available to people on that mailing list only. So thank you so much Sue for that and I will also be sharing Sue's website and her social media handles in the text in the podcast and also in my blog post associated with this podcast so that is Wonderful. it thank you my friends for tuning in i am granting you full permission to go out there and be your unique fabulous selves and absolutely number slay the shit out of anything that sets your world on fire right now talk soon